Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om, I bow to the Lord Vasudeva in all things as well as in spirit and also in you. Today I would like to read on the subject of intuition from my Gurudev's book, Conversations with Yogananda. In this way, the Master said, one can develop intuition. After meditation, sit still for a long time, enjoying the inner peace. As you don't cook your food and then run off without eating it, but rather sit down and enjoy it. So also the meditation techniques help to, pre pre to prepare the mind, but after them sit quietly, enjoying the meal you've, re you've prepared. Many people meditate till they feel a touch of peace, but jump up then and leave their meditation for their activities. It's all right if you have important work waiting for you, for it is always better to meditate before any activity, that you may feel at least some peace as you work. Whenever possible, however, sit for a long time after your practice of the techniques. That is when the deepest enjoyment comes. Intuition is developed by continuously deepening that enjoyment and, later on, by holding on to its calm after-effect. The practice of meditation, the techniques of meditation, as he said, prepare the mind. But the intuition is something that you feel in the heart. Intuition is listening. Yoga practice is doing. This is why Kriya Yoga itself is called Kriya, which is a kind of action. But the intuition comes when there's that listening, uh, that listening attitude of the mind. This is why it's important also to listen to the cosmic om sound in meditation. That way also you develop your intuition. If you want to hear om, listen, listen inside the right ear. And if you can close the ear, all the better. Listen, I'm not going to teach you the whole technique right now. This isn't the appropriate time for teaching such things. But I can give you this much, that when you go to a quiet place also, listen, especially in the right ear, and see what you hear and try to go deeper and deeper into that sound. Whatever happens in life also, develop more of a listening consciousness. So many people are so busy talking about what they want and what they believe. They, Honestly, people my age, I hardly even like to talk to most of them because they're such psychological antiques. I remember some man, he was even younger than I am now, and uh, he... Uh, said to me one day, well, I'll do anything once. I guess he had sort of gotten the idea along the way that this was a clever thing to say. I said, well, do you mean take poison just once? Jump off a bridge just once? I gave him a few uh, fairly ridiculous possibilities for something that you might do only once. He didn't even hear me. After I made those, asked him those questions, he said, yep, I'll do anything once. They don't listen. Too many people are psychological antiques by the time they're 20. 
You don't want to talk to people like that. You want to talk to people who listen to what you have to say. You listen to what they have to say. And uh, there's got to be in, in the universe also a listening to what God is trying to say to you in your own mind. Listen to what life is trying to tell you. It's a wonderful thing to take a walk and just listen to the sounds. Be intensely aware of everything that's happening so that you see the leaves flickering on the trees and be aware of that. And you hear a dog barking in the distance. Feel not only the experience itself, but feel what is God trying to say to me through this. You know, he can say many things through all kinds of experiences. It isn't that you need just to think that a sunset is something totally impersonal. God also tries to talk to you. And he may have a very special message for you through the sunset, through the song of birds. The thing is that this whole world is really subjective anyway. It's all center everywhere, <coughs> circumference nowhere. And what we need to do is, in listening, try to feel what, what the whole universe is saying to this one little center. The world is so different from what it appears to our senses. To our senses, it appears as if we're just a small little part of everything. And um, people used to think the world was the center of the universe. Now they know that there's no center that they know of, at least. And yet the Indian teachings were that the universe is center everywhere, circumference nowhere. And this is true for each individual. You are the center of the whole universe as far as you are concerned because you'll never understand anything except beginning from where you are and moving outward from that center. And so to develop intuition, listen more. Listen to what other people are saying. Listen to the nuances of their speech. And listen to the tones of their voices. You know, people say an awful lot through the tones of their voices. You can hear sweetness, anger, egotism, pride, envy. All sorts of things are revealed by just the tone of the voice. And you'll notice that most people's voices, as they get older, become sort of raucous. I think it's because they've lived under too much tension all their lives. It doesn't need to be like that. The quality of the voice, as it says in the Bible, out of the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Out of the feeling in our hearts, we ex give expression. And the way that we give expression is, uh, that's the unfortunate thing for a writer like myself. You can't put those things into words on a page. It has to be something that is spoken. Somebody can say, what did you say? Or somebody can say, what did you say? So many different nuances of tone, you couldn't put that on a page. But if you listen to people, you'll be able to tell certain things in their nuances of speech, in their gestures. Listen to the world. What this develops bit by bit is a faculty of intuition. It's a curious thing. St. John of the Cross mentioned that intuition is also a matter of subliminal awareness through the senses. In other words, as you become more aware, you also, without even analyzing it, not it isn't necessarily like Sherlock Holmes who said, oh, because of this, this, and this, therefore. It isn't that way. It's somehow your, your totality of consciousness is able to put it all together, and you understand from a certain gesture that, that uh, because in the past you have seen that that meant 
kindness or egotism or many different things. And so it is that through that, you become aware subliminally. And yet it isn't only that it's a matter of uh, non-sensory intuition. The more uh, you develop spiritually, the less you depend on the senses completely. But even in the beginning, a certain sensory awareness added to the intuition helps you to understand instantly, oh, but that's what it means. Your experience of life brings you to that level of wisdom, <coughs> which when you see something happen a second time, you say, oh, I know. I know why he's doing it. And uh, you're probably going to be right. Now, intuition, however, goes beyond that. Real intuition does. You can see a cloud of dust on a hill, and you may think it's a fire and smoke. But if you have intuition, you'll know that it's only a dust a cloud. It's not fire. So I found that my guru had that higher level of intuition where he could really see beyond what the senses might indicate to him. He could see that, ah, oh, this is the real uh, the reality of it. He could go beyond the senses and know whether it was a dust cloud or uh, smoke from a fire or whatever else one might see. This is just an example. You might object, for example, well, you can smell a fire. Not necessarily that we could be blowing the other way. The truth of it is that uh, how you act, sometimes people can lie with incredible skill. But my guru could see through that in an instant because he knew people's thoughts. He was, he was in them. His intuition was such that he could hear every flicker of your thought, even from a distance. Now, all of this you can develop by having a completely peaceful, calm attitude and in extending the periods of meditation after practicing the techniques is a very important part of it. Another important part is to, to uh, listen to what goes on in life and listen with that inner silence within. You see, the heart is the source of intuition. It's in the heart that you know whether a thing is right or wrong, something that you are contemplating, something that you, you've met somebody and wonder whether he would be a good person to work with and so on. You know, it's an interesting thing. Women, as a rule, go more by feeling when it comes to um, people. And so women will often know more about people than uh, men. Men are intuitive on more rational ways, women more on levels of, of uh, human character. So that many a time man has, a man has said to his wife, well, I think I'd like to hire this person. And the wife says, no, no, don't, don't hire him. She may be wrong, but she's likely to be right. She's more likely to be right than he is. Because that intuitive faculty does begin in the heart. Where feeling is concerned, they tend to be more intuitive. This is not to say that women are absolutely right. I've known them to be colossally wrong. Nonetheless, listen to your wife if she says something like that. If she says it calmly, without any emotion in it, then she might be right. The main thing is that you yourself need to develop that calm listening quality in yourself where um, without prejudice, without wanting it to be one thing or the other, with calm impartiality, listen. How do you sit for a long time? 
It might seem like a very boring thing. The fact is, however, that as you, well, to sit for a long time, you've got to relax your body completely, relax your mind completely. And then what you begin to find is that there's real pleasure coming to you through the peace of meditation. It's a quality of the soul that comes out. Peace, calmness, joy, love. These things are within you. And the intuition is by no means just sitting there in, with a blank mind. I, I have seen people sit for hours like that. And it can pass like minutes or like no time at all. Because when you can go beyond the senses, when you can go beyond the reasoning mind, when you can tell yourself that uh, I just am right now, then you discover that uh, you find a joy that finally you, you reach the point in your meditation where you think, oh, I should get up. I know I've got duties to do, but let me sit here for five more minutes. And those five minutes become an hour and you didn't know it. It's very pleasurable. Don't think that you're, you're uh, punishing yourself by sitting a long time. The more you can really relax in yourself and calm yourself and just detach yourself <coughs> from all outward things, the more you discover that, that uh, everything you ever want is right inside yourself. You are the joy that you are seeking in all the jobs that you've tried to get, uh, all the things you've tried to accomplish, all the places you've wanted to do, all the excitement that you've wanted to embrace in your life. You have all of that inside yourself. Joy and excitement are by no means equal words. They, you can't pair them. Excitement is not happiness. Happiness is very calm. As it says in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says to the peaceless person, how is happiness possible? It's only when you have deep peace within yourself that you can have joy. Now, in that joy comes intuition. And, you know, for example, years ago, I saw three people, two men and a woman, I saw them sitting together in a car. I knew with absolute certainty one was the wife of the one. Suddenly I knew with absolute certainty that the other one was going to marry this woman, that they would get divorced. And how I knew, I don't know, but it didn't happen for years. And I used to keep wondering, well, when will it happen? I wonder why I had that intuition. But you know, it's interesting how you absolutely know certain things. When that certainty comes, then the chances are it will be right. As I said, it has to be without desire, it has to be without uh, prejudice. But when you are perfectly calm, then you know. Well, how do you know that you exist? By intuition. How do you know there's a God? You don't need to reason about it. There's something within us. Somebody asked me once, many years ago in Australia, you talk about God. How can you define God in such a way that I can accept it? I said, well, why don't you think of God? as the highest quality or attribute that you can imagine for yourself. And he said, well, I can live with that. Um, you have that knowledge inside you. It's but people introduce and intrude too much reason. But if you can really get peaceful, that's why God is peace. And that's why this song, Peace, Joy to You.
the mountains, peace gave us the sky. Nightly when starlight enfolds us, peace is its lullaby. Strive reconciles. Oh. 